and welcome to the Way Out Westy podcast. My name is Mike Leather and this is our little corner of the internet that's all about travel, aircraft VWs, technical advice and doing it in your camper. Yep, I know you do too, so let's get rolling. Welcome to the Way Out Westy podcast, episode number seven. How's everybody doing? It's a bit of crazy times out there, what with the, the coronavirus. Um, just wanted to uh, get out there and just say, I hope everybody is well. I hope everybody's staying safe. I hope everybody's being sensible. Um, and I hope everybody's, you know, being nice, being kind. Everybody's entitled to an opinion. Everybody's you know, going through different things at the moment. So, you know, we've got to live and live as long as we're all being sensible. So recording a few extra podcasts to help with the boredom. I've also uh, done a little giveaway where I'm giving away my um, Way Out Westy Glove Box Survival Guide or Road Trip Survival Guide for free. All you need to do is sign up to my newsletter. That's at wayoutwesty.com forward slash newsletter. Um, also, you can jump on my Facebook page, uh, Way Out Westy, and uh, find some more details of it there. But essentially, it's a free digital download. Um, and I just thought it would be a nice thing to do at the moment as we've all got a, maybe a little bit of extra time at home. Obviously, there are people that are um, homeschooling, and there are people in the NHS and uh, medical services all over the world that are doing an amazing job, um, as well as food delivery, all kind of deliveries. So big shout out to you guys. Um, they're doing a fantastic job. Um, please keep it up, because without you, we will be lost. We definitely will be lost. On today's podcast, we have Roger from In Full Speed. I met Roger um, probably a couple of years back now. I found that he was running a family-run business. You've probably heard him on my podcast before via uh, my little sponsorship message as he sponsored the podcast, but I've been dying to get him on, and now was the kind of good time because we were both obviously at home. And he runs a small clothing company that is family-run um, with his wife, Ali, and his daughter, Amy. So check them out at infospeed.com or uh, at infospeed, that's F-O-U-R, on Instagram or even on Facebook. They are just such a cool little company and there's some really, really great products. And as you're about to find out, um, they're just awesome people. They're just nice, genuine, awesome people, um, which is why I've just always got on with them. Um, Roger uh, is a uh, head teacher at a school. Um, so he's in the thick of, it, thick of it at the moment. Um, obviously, it's very difficult for a lot of people that are homeschooling um, and schools themselves to kind of keep running and keep things running as smoothly as possible. Um, so, yeah, we just generally have a quick chat. Um, and what I think is really nice at the moment is I'm able to speak to a lot of people and um, converse and really relay that we're all in this together, guys. Um, and a lot of the VW people that I'm speaking to um, just reaffirms that, you know, there are some just awesome people out there. Just Everybody's so, so nice. Um, and it's, uh, you know, there's only a small minority that are spoiling it for us at the moment. So I hope you enjoy. Uh, I will be getting some more out uh, over the next month. Um, so I have quite a few lined up um, to record. Uh, as I said, we've got more time. But uh, yes, please send me uh, any inquiries that you have. Um, I'm trying to do a 
regular session in the evenings where I have any ethical question answered. So uh, um, question and answer sessions. So look out for those on my Instagram at wayoutwesty. And uh, for anybody else that has any other issues that they want, um, either they've been thinking about changing to twin carbs or they've got a particular issue with their vehicle, do send me a message via Instagram um, or Facebook or even an email. I will do my level best to get back to you uh, ASAP. So without further ado, here is Roger Belling from In Full Speed. The nice thing just now, we just uh, we just live on a, a very small close. There's only about a dozen houses, hmm. uh, and we've just come out at eight o'clock just now. Uh, yes, actually, I, we had the same actually. It was just because I, I completely forgot that it was happening, and they were like, "Oh, I'm going to be, be meeting you, eight, you at eight. Uh, and we yeah, 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 just did the same, and um, it was just all hell broke loose because the dog was downstairs asleep, and then he's hearing all this noise, and we're like, "Oh god!" Yeah, we had um, some, some of our neighbours brought out the pots and pans as well. So oh was, well. You could definitely hear it. I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A large majority of people were doing it through Porter's Bar. I would say so too, actually. And I can just imagine the the more populated the area, the more you would hear it. No, fair play. It's nice. It's nice. And it's just we just need to get to the next level, Italy style, and start having concerts outside, like from a distance and hearing. So that would be quite interesting. (laughs) But it's uh, yeah, no, all kind of all kind of crazy. So are you are you able to do much work at home or? I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, it just now it's still just that case of managing. Um, so, like, you know, what, who's doing what, and if mm. I get an email from somebody saying actually they're now self-isolating, but they were on the rota, yeah. you know, I then have to we have to find someone else to do that. Yeah, I think if and realistically, probably when it goes on past Easter, mm. that's probably when we can start doing a little bit more sort of like I don't know paperworky type things, you know, an actual. Okay stuff that sometimes you probably don't get done during the school day and and the school week. And we can maybe actually do a little bit of catch up on that, which is, I suppose, a little bit of a silver lining. Um, And is it going to change how kind of, obviously at that point where you need to change how you start planning and going forwards and it just, just. Yeah. I mean, we're using Google classroom just now. Mm. Uh, Each teacher has been able to sort of put that in place and, and sort of posts on, you know, three or four things in a day that, okay. you know, would be good if the kids will do. But again, you know, uh, you know, Amy and I, you know, Ali's now feeling a bit better. So we'll sort of join us, you know, we've, we've painted. I haven't painted for ages and I've loved every minute of it. We've yeah. <laughs> built stuff. We've baked stuff. We've gone for our walk, you know, with the dog down to, to a very quiet and disused golf mm-hmm. course, which, which is a brilliant thing to have currently. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, yes, we've done some writing and we've done some maths and, and what have you, but there's a bigger picture here. And I think actually, you know, I've been an advocate for it for a long time that actually our curriculum, particularly by the time they get up to secondary, and I understand to a degree, it's so academic, it's so intense, mm-hmm. and it's so high pressured. That's why we've got so many people of young years who are suffering with mental health problems. You know, it's just and actually, not, just just being you know, able to take the time to to kind yeah. of just be and then work out. Oh, yeah. actually, I really enjoyed doing this. And yeah, exactly. as adults, as you just said, you know, it's such under pressure. You know, we we need to work and we need to do this. We need to do that and yeah. and a living and just you just don't have as much time for yourself even and for yeah. your mental health and being forced to to like 
intentionally at the moment kind of right i can go out here i can walk the dog here we're allowed to do it for this amount of time we'll do this yeah. do we intentionally force yourself into that situation um yeah. and just just silly things i think today proper was the first time that it kind of struck me and i was just like okay with having anything else going on i think a lot of people have had the similar ideas like well I'm going to start growing some vegetables. You know, we yeah. don't, we don't, we just don't know. So I started prepping a few things. I was just like, I don't remember the last time <laughs> that I did something completely non-work related. That's something completely different than that, that I normally do. Um, yeah. And I've only really dabbled in maybe in the past. Um, and I was just like, Oh, and it was sunny out. So I was in the garden and I was yeah. just like, for my mental health, whether I know it or not, this is just, yeah, just amazing. Um, yeah. And especially, yeah, kids even more so. Um, so, younger age and things. It's, yeah, absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. But, uh, yeah, so um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just go quick, basically going to do a very, very relaxed questions um, for, for yourself. Um, okay. So I'll do an intro before I kind of put it up and everything. Um, but first of all, I want to say is, um, what is your VW story? So how did you get into VWs? Um, where did it all come about? Because I know at the moment you've got uh, a camper and you've got a Beetle. I'm going to yeah. talk to you about the Beetle in a minute. Cause like, what's going on with the bonnet? But we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. I saw that on Instagram. But yeah, how did you, how did you get into VWs? So I, I've always just liked cars and I've had far too many probably, you know, certainly according to my wife. Um, and actually, to be honest, initially, there probably weren't a huge amount of VWs. But the first one I actually had was a Mark I um, Golf convertible. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was wicked. I absolutely loved it. It was white, black roof, uh, lowered alloys. You know, it was at the time, it was, it was just the car I was looking for. And I had that for a little while. And I think I probably just spotted initially that whole sort of concept of, you know, if you drive around in a Ford Focus, you don't tend to get away from anybody. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it, it, it doesn't really happen. Whereas when you drive around in something to do with VW, you just seem to, to it's different. It is different. Mm -hmm. So I think when about, well, it was about six, just over six years ago, I think now we came to the point of going, uh, a friend of ours was looking to sell his uh, T25 um, and we thought, well, you know, this could be an interesting thing. You know, our daughter was was had just been born and we thought this could be a great sort of thing for holidays. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, we we looked at his, but he actually lived uh, on the Isle of Man. And oh, wow. by the time we looked at things like they don't have an MOT, you know, actually get yeah, it back really and all of those yeah. sorts of things. It was it was a bit tricky, and we sort of we we said okay, we'll we'll leave it. And then next thing we know, weirdly, my wife was the one who was like, "Well, I've been looking at this one and this one and this one," and I thought, okay, well, this is this is my in. You, you married <laughs> um, well, Roger. You married well. Absolutely. So uh, so yes, so basically, we went to Volksworld initially, and. Um, Went down there and weirdly saw uh, an advert for one that we'd seen online mm. and it was stuck to the side of a, a split screen. And the bloke was just getting in at the time. I said, oh, you know, is this one you're selling or, you know, what's the deal? Long story short, started talking to him. Uh, he's He had taken a redundancy package, uh, started importing them. So our one came from Kansas um, and basically we bought it from him. Uh, a bit blind, if I'm honest, didn't really know a lot about them at the time. And uh, we haven't looked back, to be fair. It's um, the 1972 crossover bay window, mm -hmm. um, left-hand drive uh, from Kansas, obviously. Yeah. And it's 
it's great. And, you know, it's we've done a few bits. We took out some of the interior because, you know, a family of three and a dog, it yeah. just didn't work for us. And mm-hmm. it now does. A um, couple of nice sort of Audi sports car seats in the front because the yeah. old ones were not particularly comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously yourself, you've done a little bit of work on it for us, which has yeah. changed definitely the so way you drive. One of the main interesting things, I think it's, um, yeah, being a sort of a Type 4 engine um, yeah, and yeah. originally uh, Type 4 because it's... If, for some of the crossover in early bays, it's it's not it's not that common. It's not that common. No. And initially, I was like, "Oh, I need to." Check. So I think I did. I don't know whether you did or I did, but we did some digging on the um the kind of like you know sort of bin numbers, chassis numbers, and tried to work yeah. out like, as per factory type four engine. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, that that kind of fascinated me. Always trying to get back because it's it's you can swap over engines, but it's not it's not that easy. But yeah, yours is as yeah. per as per it was originally. So yeah, super. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So and then I guess when I then moved back to my current job, uh, which is really very close to home, and didn't need the two cars that we you know we were sort of paying you know monthly for. Yeah, I thought this is an opportunity to to maybe try something else. So I went for the Beetle. So yep. uh, um, was that, that was that fairly local or? Uh, yeah, that was just Harrow. Um, okay. So just came across it. Was looking, saw quite a few. Um, and I don't know something about it. It just it just caught my eye, and I thought this is this is quite nice. So we went for it. So yeah. it wasn't necessarily in the best shape when I got it. Sure. Um, where there needed to be four bolts, there tended only ever to be one, uh, <laughs> as I found out. I've um, like that before, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's all right. It does it does okay. It does okay. Yeah. So how did you come about uh, naming him? Uh, so I asked on Twitter because obviously this whole in for speed thing is a bit of an accident as well. Yeah. Um, so we've got the Instagram uh, accounts. We asked on, on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and just said, right, well, I've got this, you know, got this beetle. Um, what should I call it? You know, and that's a very interesting names, you know, money pit and, and things like that. But, um, yeah, one of, one of the people who was on there sort of said, look, what about Frank? Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know. Frank stuck, so uh, yeah, yeah. he is—he is definitely a Frank. So, yeah. and when did he become angry? That's what I want to know as well. When did he become angry, Frank? <laughs> I think so. When I bought him, he was—he was really quite low, uh, mm-hmm. not as low as some, but he was low, and he was very uncomfortable. Yeah, and um, I think also when the the, the bonnet paint started peeling. Mm. I, I did a quick fix, so I, I went for a, a wrap over the bonnet and black. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it started looking very sort of rally-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we started going that way. And then all of a sudden, I said, right, okay, well, let's let's raise it up yeah. and get it back off the floor. And mm-hmm. uh, we, we got a photograph of the lad who, who did it for me. And all of a sudden, he sort of looks like he had a bit of road presence. Uh, <laughs> and he looked a little, little angry. So all of a sudden, angry Frank arrived. Yeah, so, um, that's awesome. Yeah, that's he's, awesome. he's yeah, that's, that's where it came from, I guess. Oh, cool. Does the bus have a name? Uh, yeah, bus bus is Dotty uh, or Dorothy if you're being formal. Okay, um, it, it was the it was uh, what she came with, and and mm-hmm. we felt because it had come with it, we we wanted to stick. Oh, that's it, a good so, name. Uh, it's a good name. Yeah, it's a good solid name yeah. for for a bus, I think. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So obviously, you run a sort of um, a family run clothing business called In Full Speed. But how did how yeah. did that all come around? Because I think I I'm trying <laughs> to think when I first came across you, it was. Um, I think I knew about you on Instagram before I'd actually met you in person. I'd had heard yeah. I'd heard the name in full speed, sort of batted around a few times and stuff. 
Yeah. Um, but how, yeah, how did it? How did it, that all come about? I just think um, <laughs> honestly, really not one hundred percent sure. Um, basically, uh, there there's that saying in in speed we trust, mm-hmm. um, and and I think. I'd seen that and uh, I just sort of thought, oh, yeah, you know, it's just something you've seen, you know. Mm-hmm. And then then I thought, well, you know, the the cars, you know, the Beetle, the camper van, they're all four-speed mm-hmm. vehicles. And all of a sudden I just thought, well, you know, in four-speed we trust. And, yeah. and I thought, oh, okay. And I sort of wrote it out on one of these apps on my, my phone and mm-hmm. sort of posted it. And a couple of people liked it. And I thought, Okay, maybe there's a little bit of legroom here, and yeah. So we 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 went for it. We set up the Instagram accounts, and then I thought, well, you know, I designed a couple of sort of little designs, and and originally got them sort of printed by someone else on that sort of you know the the plasticky type you know sticker prints that you get yeah. on on hoodies and t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking, well, actually, you know what? I've never done screen printing, but mm-hmm. might give it a shot. Yeah. So literally bought a couple of screens. A uh, big bright bulb to burn the images on and stuff like that, and I just still remember literally doing the first one. Didn't have a little press or anything like that. It was just hold it down and, and pull the squeegee. Yeah. And I picked it up and went, "Oh my god, it's literally worked!" You know, yeah. it, it, it genuinely had worked. Um, and then next thing I know, we've got I don't know uh, a dozen screens of different designs. I've just had a really good one. I'm really happy with with a a beetle that belongs to. Uh, a bloke in America. Mm-hmm. Um, his his one was picked when we had a, a competition to be part of a new design. Cool. And so I said to him that you know once we get it all up and running, we'll we'll send him a hoodie out to to mm-hmm. USA, which would be quite nice. cool. Cool. Um, and I've got another person actually just come on Facebook just recently and said they'd love one with a T twenty five on it. I saw that comment actually. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're... And, 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 yeah. The the lad who, who I've actually met before and we we had a chat about it, but he basically said. Um, I've got a, a T25 illustration because he's, he's an illustrator and a drawer. Oh, and awesome. and uh, his has got a bike in there, a motorbike in the back, like a dirt bike. Um, and he said, but if I took that out and put like a big awning over the back uh, with that in for speed on it, then that could be quite cool as well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I don't think there's, I don't think there's much Type 25 stuff about. I mean, no. there's a need for it. And they've definitely, from what I've seen over the last 12 months, um, mainly based on the work that I've had, it just seems to be more and more popular or more and more of them about. I mean, yeah. yes, there's still split screens, plays, Beatles, but I just think Type 25s have just had started to become way more way more popular yeah. um, the last yeah. year or so. So, yeah, yeah, that would be, that'd be awesome to, yeah, have yeah. to look at that. Yeah, uh, that's cool. So do you, what's kind of the, the plan from sort of here on in with sort of in full speed? You kind of you're just basically going to kind of get, get more designs, listen to kind of what people want and just kind of go, go that way. Yeah, I think so. I feel that, you know, it's about, it's a, it's a sideline for us. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the simple reality is I'm a head teacher of a primary school, you know, yeah. I, it's, it's, it's not our business as such. We always just thought, well, you know what, if we fancy a hoodie, Mm-hmm. We know we can buy one, screen print it as we wish, yeah. and we've got a hoodie, you know. And I just thought, well, actually, even if it was just for friends and family, job done. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like when we did our Christmas one with the, the beetle with a Christmas tree on the top, yeah. and all of a sudden it was like, people were like, oh, I like that. And I was like, yeah. okay, yeah. you know. So, you know, our hoodies are not expensive by any stretch because we're not aiming to make money necessarily. Mm-hmm. I'm just aiming to cover my costs. Yeah. And, you know, then if it has a bit of a 
a feel in the fact that, you know, you come across somebody and they say, oh, I've, I've got one of your hoodies or, you know, they, they know the Beetle because it's got uh, in four speed written on the back of it. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. That's, that's, it, I guess it probably just continues that whole going back to the whole fact that, you know, people will wave at you when you're driving the Beetle or they'll smile. Absolutely. It's, it's a kind of a full circle almost. And I, I find yeah. the same very much with, with, my business you know my primary goal is a to keep the vehicles on on the road for people um yeah. and i genuinely really enjoy meeting all these people and yeah. you know, and it's it really just feels just a million times better when you then do somebody does recognize your sticker or they do they see this from you or whatever and you think yes yeah. it's, it's all worth, all worth it because it doesn't yeah. matter what else is you know, going on, um, whether it be, you know, some crazy pandemic virus or whatever else in your, in your life, um, it, it can, yeah, it can just brighten your day. And I think that just it counts for so much. Um, and especially, yeah. you know, if you're not under the pressure, um, yeah. of, you know, it just being your sole income business and stuff like that, you can mold it to what you want and do it for the right reasons without sort of any yeah. of the kind of underlying pressures, which I think in this day and age is, is, is pretty rare um yeah. you know and it would be you know i hope i hope it does become more successful and it comes just you know sort of a, a, a better more profitable side hustle but probably for you yeah. you probably just reinvest it and just make it bigger and better and get more of get more from it <laughs> that's probably yeah, well i think yeah i think that's it that's the nice thing i mean i've done you know you know the, the competitions i've done you know have certainly you know they they, they cost us money but mm. actually what's been really nice about it is people's reactions. Yes. You know, like genuinely, there was a lady who who came up with a definition for air-cooled. Mm. And, you know, when I gave her her hoodie and sent it up to her, she was she was just over the moon. And I thought, yeah. actually, yeah. it cost me 20 quid or something like that. And I thought, you know what, she's she's well chuffed. Yeah. And, yeah. and actually, funnily enough, you know, she she's one of the ones who would really like the T25 design done. Oh, awesome. You know? okay. So yeah. it's it's those sorts of things, I guess, that, are just the good fun part of it, I guess. Yeah, really. yeah, exactly. And I, I think with so much of the VW community, whether it be shows or whether it be to do with clothing or so many, so many aspects of it, I think, yeah, especially with the show element, a, a lot of shows do start in that way. They, they kind mm. of start. They're not all big over the top commercial run things, and I think that's yeah. what people want. And that's especially for people that have been in the VW community for a long time. And some of the, sh the show, well, the way the shows used to be, um, yeah. yeah, people kind of like the kind of the smaller, more intimate kind of like air, aspects of of the VW community. And especially, you know, I mean, I only tend to go to a handful of shows each year these days. Um, yeah. And they all tend to be the small ones that are, <laughs> you know, the, the kind of small community ones like just Campus Open Day yeah. um, or Stoner Park. And it's just like, because, yeah, I just think that's close to its roots. And it doesn't, I just very quickly shut down and just don't want to be there when it's hordes of people and commercial yeah. trying to sell everything. And I just like, I, oh, I can't do it. And although even though I know that I could probably buy a trade stand, go there, set up and probably get money. And it's just like, it's just not me. No. <laughs> it's not me. Um, so, you know, I, I, you know, no disrespect to anybody that does do that. Cause obviously people have got to, got to go earn money and all the rest of it. If they're, that's their primary, primary job and everything. Yeah. Um, fair play. But yeah, I think there's definitely something to be said about, toning it back and, and keeping it in its roots and just being it being more of a an experience a vw experience i think um yeah. so i know you said you had um sort of vw cabriolet sort of golf back in the day um 
and you've had sort of these these two uh, these two V dubs now. What would you say out of all of them has been your your uh, your favourite? Is it the camper because you can get out and about with your family, or I, or was it the yeah. back in the day maybe when you were sort of sort of maybe sort of single <laughs> and free? Okay, maybe you should answer that. But yeah, <laughs> no. So it is the camper um, because I just don't think we'd ever really thought that that was a viable option uh it, you know we i'm not a massive fan of holidays i'm not overly fussed about getting on a plane and mm-hmm. and going somewhere you know and actually all of a sudden to just be able to pack everything up in the camper van whether it literally be for a night or whether it yeah. be anything longer mm-hmm. but just to know that you can drive somewhere regardless of whether it's hot or cold or whatever yeah. it might be, you either put your heater on or you open up the vents or whatever it might be, and you just get yourself nice and, and sort of comfortable. And, you know, the little one goes to bed, you know, a little bit later than normally than what she would do at home. We maybe just either sit out if it's nice or we've got the little awning that goes on the side. And, you know, you're not up late. You're just, you just take a, a slower pace of life. Um, yes. And that to me is, is, is so important. You know. yeah. yeah yeah definitely and especially you know you, you you i have a massive respect for for the job you do it must be sort of pretty tough and pretty stressful <laughs> at times you know um but yeah no i think it's you have no choice i think with camper vans everything from the second you jump in it and then drive it to, to kind of be yeah. slower to then when you yeah. get there and you've got to think a little bit more because you're out you know you're, you're living in a you know a small tin box essentially just yeah. to kind of be more and then you can get to so many places so i think it just forces you to to slow down a little bit and i think that's yeah. and i know when we did our um, our state trip um wow. we just like, after a couple of weeks were like wait a minute so we're getting up when it's light. We're going to bed or get, you know, hunkering down when it gets dark. And it's just like, we're almost like one with nature. Um, it was just yeah. such a natural, natural thing to do. Um, and it's just such a better mindset. Um, and it was, it was really, really good. So do you have um, a particular sort of favorite place that you go or a favorite road trip that you've been on previously or? Um, well, I guess there's two different levels. There's the whole concept of just going out for a day, which I still think is, you know, not even staying over, but just that whole yeah. concept. We we really like Wendover Woods. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's not a million miles away from us. We literally jump in the van, we take the dog up with us, and you get up there and you can sit in the van. You can have your your sort of little picnic or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. um, and go for a nice walk and and what have you. And you just think actually. Even that itself, you know, we all come and sit in the back of it. We've got enough seats for the three of us, you know, and we just, you just, you just, it's just a different way of doing something. You know, it's not going out to think, oh, I have to go to a pub or a restaurant or whatever it might be. It's having your little sandwiches or your pork pies or whatever it might be and and just enjoying yourself. I mean, I think when you go that little bit further, um, I think we, I guess early days, it was very much let's see how this goes. Because I mean, like I say, the first trip I think we went on, our daughter was one, um, you know, so it really was a case of, we don't know how this is going to work. We'll give it a shot, you know, uh, and we had a very excitable border collie as well, um, who's slightly chilled out, but he's still very, still pretty um, excitable. <laughs> and he's, he's also quite possessive of the van. So it tends right. to be if anybody walks past, he lets them know he's there, which yeah. is, is not necessarily as, as useful as it sounds, but um <laughs> And yeah, I guess, you know, we, we haven't ventured anywhere too far. 
Uh, we did go down south coast. That was that was good. We enjoyed that and just sort of went down sort of Dorset direction. Yeah. Uh, did a couple of different campsites. Um, and that was that was just, I guess, when you go down into that area of the world, you can't yeah. help but see camper vans. Uh, they're everywhere, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Um, and that's quite funny as you're driving along and like, oh, yeah, there's another one there. There's, you know, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. that's that's quite nice. I like that. Yeah, so. no, I, I love that aspect of it. And it's yeah, we find the same whether it's Devon, Dorset, Cornwall. It's a yeah. little yeah. difference. It's just you'll see them. Um, and I think it's it's good as well because I think just that there has been a change because it always used to be. I know when I first got into V Dubs, it has to be a classic Beetle or a classic Campbell, or you don't wave. And now yeah. it's just like. Everybody waves. If you've got a VW, every, everybody uh, kind of waves. And it's just like, you're all out there doing the same yeah. thing. So why, why wouldn't you? This episode is sponsored by mctrigcampers.com. They run a gorgeous 1960 VW split screen called Clyde as wedding transport. He is painted in my favorite VW color of all time, Turkish green. So not only does he look sweet, but he provides a perfect comfy environment where you can listen to tunes through the Marshall sound system or sip on chilled champagne on the way to your destination. He'd also be perfect for retro style events where he often steals a show. And something a bit different that blew me away is their shisha lounge. You arrive at your venue, obviously in style with Clyde, and then they pop up a retro style canvas bell tent attached to the side of Clyde and create a Woodstock inspired shisha lounge. Don't worry, they only use nicotine-free electronic shisha heads, but retain the traditional look and feel with the Maya shisha pipes known for their big clouds. Ah, I'm chilling there already. They are a family-run business headed up by the awesome Jim Trigg, who is a fellow VW nutter like you and I. She also knows her way around an engine and keeps Clyde in tip-top condition. To follow their adventures and their events that they attend, head over to mctriggcampers.com. That's M-C-T-R-I double g campers.com or head over to instagram at instagram.com forward slash mctrig campers facebook facebook.com forward slash mctrig campers pinterest for all that inspiration uh, what to do at your wedding or event pinterest.co.uk forward slash mctrig campers and also twitter.com you guessed it forward slash mctrig campers be prepared both to fall in love with the gorgeousness that is clyde the split screen they're based in Farnborough in Hampshire and cover a wide surrounding area including Surrey, Berkshire, Oxfordshire, Hertfordshire, West Sussex and Greater London. If you're planning a wedding or event and want to arrive in style, you need to check them out now. McTriggCampers.com I was going to say, I could see you sitting in the bus. You're a bit cold out there. How is it? It's, it's not bad. It's not okay. bad. My toes are probably the only cold bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But I've, got, I've managed to, to the solar, I've had it out in the driveway for a couple of days. Um, yeah. And the solar panel's reading quite a nice, healthy uh, number. Oh, yeah, because so, it's been really um, bright, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So that's been good. So I've got, I've got my little. Uh, LED lighter on, uh, nice. as well as the the, uh, the original lights. So it's not bad, not bad. Oh, good stuff, good stuff. So um, obviously, before this craziness happened, did you have sort of any any sort of trips planned or anything like that at all? Um, well, we yeah, we were we were 
and uh, you just don't know whether it will happen or not. But mm-hmm. certainly down to go to Just Camper's open day. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was going to be sort of quite a, a big move for us in the fact mm. that we were we were actually going to have a stall, you know, like yourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that, that, that I don't know, I think they're going to struggle probably, you know, because they're quite early in the scheme of things. But, mm. you know, maybe they, they postpone and, and move it down further down the year. Yeah. Um, we're meant to be going to Camper Calling as well. Part of the mm-hmm. reason we wanted to go to that was just because some of the music they've got there. It is sort of bands that I grew up with, and, and I just thought it must oh, be awesome. good. Um, and then Camper Jam as well. So this year we've sort of gone quite full hog, but whether we'll get to any of them is a different matter. So yeah, no, same as really, and it's it's very typical. Whereas you know I wasn't trading at just campers, but I, uh, sorry, not just campers, Volkswell. I wasn't trading there, but normally I go along. Um, yeah. just to do a bit of networking and catching up with people and I was going to do some podcasting as well um, yeah. so that was obviously one of the first um, afternoon after to be to postponed <laughs> and then they've postponed it I can't think the, the date uh, um, and then the only other show that I booked which is the non-VW show um, show called uh, Camp Quirky which is all sort of self-build oh, yeah. stuff um, they, they've re- rescheduled it for exactly the same date it's like no um, but it's going to happen uh, you know and what you know what can they do and I think it's probably better for them to try and get some dates in the diary now yeah. um, rather than leaving it and then losing out completely um, so it's yeah, yeah. It's fair, fair enough but I think it's going to be um Hopefully, it's going to be a fairly busy um, late summer. I reckon. <laughs> I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a bit mad. Yeah, that'd be nice. August, September, every good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, I totally agree. But um, that's pretty much all I had. Um, sort of uh, to, to ask questions about, really. Um, just kind of a sort of a, ge- a general chat. So, um, yeah, I don't want you. To, <laughs> I don't want you to be freezing, freezing out there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. What I'll do is I'll, I'm just going to stop recording there. Actually, no. Before I do that, um, not to put you on the spot, uh, but. If people want to sort of follow you um, on Instagram, Facebook, where yeah. they are, what's the best way for them to find you? Okay, so yeah, so everything, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, they're all at InforSpeed. Um, so it's actually, it works, it works okay. And, and uh, certainly the Instagram's probably the, the main sort of port of call. Um, Facebook page has, has got some of the products and stuff like that, and, and that sort of enables us to, to link it through to Instagram, which works well. Um, yeah. And then just the, the website is just inforspeed.com. Um, you know, it's it's nothing flashy, but it's it's just really just trying to show what it is we've got. And, you know, you can get it all on there and, and hopefully it's of interest to people, yeah. really. Absolutely. So I'll make sure that uh, all that details is on my website and I'll do a little intro for you as well. Um, I think well, last question, actually, because I didn't go back to it, but... What what's going on with um with angry angry Frank's bonnet? I saw that you were taking the wrap the wrap off there. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So I the wrap wasn't great ever. To be fair, um, it was done by some bloke who, you know, uh, didn't he didn't charge me a lot of money, and and it did a job at the time because you know the reality is the paint that was coming off was was considerably worse than the wrap he put on. Okay. Um, so just sort of protected it over the last. So it, it did a job. Um, yeah, yeah. And I just felt, okay, well, I got a little bit of time. I thought, well, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to take it off and I'm going to paint it black, you know, literally just like I did with the bumpers, just with a metal paint, just going to roll yep. it, dead simple. Um, and then I took it off 
And then I remembered what I actually thought at the time when I took it, uh, when I sanded it all down, was, you know what, I really like what it looked like because <laughs> cool. you, had, you had a bit of primer on there, a bit of metal, a bit of rust, a mm-hmm. bit of everything. And I thought, I just don't think I can cover it. So I managed to, to find from having done some other bits and pieces paintwork on it, I found three, three bottles of uh, clear coat. And oh, nice gone for it so it, it's staying as is so um, cool. yeah i don't know i don't know what that means for the car i don't know what that means in regards to what look i keep with the car um yeah. well const- but, i think like like many things you know can constantly be evolving to, to, yeah. to your taste and stuff there's nothing wrong with that yeah and i certainly you know over the next potentially two or three months um i'll have a bit of time probably so yes yeah so even worst case scenario you go actually i think i've yeah. changed my mind it can you can paint it whatever you color you want yeah, yeah exactly so, <laughs> yeah. you can still get paint but uh yeah, yeah well yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah mental okay well thank you ever so much for for, for catching up um that's that's, right. yeah that's, that's If you've enjoyed today's episode, please head over to wayoutwesty.com forward slash podcast. There you can find the show notes and some pictures and any details of things that we've mentioned throughout the episode. Loads more episodes in the work and pretty cool interviews coming up. So all coming soon, guys. Thank you again. I'll speak to you soon.